This is exactly right. It's just going to add class. That's true. We are now a um, highly produced podcast, and we have a soundtrack and music in the background. Uh, PBS picked us up for five episodes. <laughs> we can't curse anymore, but... But we can wear turtlenecks, yeah. and I think that's what's important. And we're no longer talking about murder. We're now talking about... Civic responsibility. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so, um, please donate yeah. to PBS. <laughs> Click, 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 <laughs> podcast machines all over the United I States. I love that idea. That there would be podcast machines? Yes, but also that like you trick someone into into giving money to a cause that like you're not actually working for. Like I love PBS. <laughs> and if people give money to PBS, I'd be super happy about you it. You should give money to PBS yeah. because that's the reason I get to watch Father Brown. It's why I get to watch Vera. All of my British yeah. procedurals are on PBS. Your British procedurals. Proceed. Nope, I can't say that. <laughs> you can. You can try it again. British procedurals. There it is. Proced- yeah. You just um, needed to put your hands down on the couch like that. <laughs> I held myself. Balance yourself. Yeah. It, PBS is a lot of great history shit. And fucking Antiques Roadshow, dude. Oh, dude. British Antiques. Now I know oh. I have a serious Anglophile problem, but the difference between British yeah. Antiques Roadshow and American, because when they reveal the price, they build it up and build oh, it up. Good goodness. Goodness. Where they're like, this is a fucking 85,000 pounds. And they're like... Oh my, I didn't expect it. Yeah. On, in, in the American one, yeah. they're like, uh, it's beautiful. It's actually a remake. So it's probably worth between 800 and $1,000. And people are like, oh, like yeah. overtly angry that they're not millionaires immediately because yeah. of their dumb vase. Because they've been going to fucking garage sales for 20 years, just yeah. buying shit and hoping it's worth money. Yeah. And meanwhile, in England, they're like, oh, this is <laughs> this Goodness. is the original Stonehenge. <laughs> and they're just like, my, oh my, I have to thank my aunt. I bought it at a, uh, found it in my aunt's uh, attic and my <laughs> addict. Well, she, she'll be quite proud. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. just. Oh, I'll never sell. It. That's when I lose my mind. I'll never sell it. Oh, I would never. Fuck it, means, it. It means too much to no. us for us to be rich. Go to Cost Plus World Market, buy a fucking <laughs> fake one, sell that motherfucker, like retire. USA, USA. I'm a. I am a, a, fi- a financial advisor. <laughs> now, American style. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally didn't. Welcome. Do you know what are we? What is this? Uh, this is a Minnesota. Uh. Of my favorite. Murder. Murder. So this is just when we read all the many amazing hometown murders you guys send us that we love so much. Send yours to my favorite murder at Gmail and dot com. Dot com. Not gov. Don't, I forget. <laughs> yeah, well now it's dot PBS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh you go first. Do you want me to? Sure. Did you say you go first? Said, kind of like Joanna go first? Like in a Joanna. Joanna Joanna Man, that great film. Yeah. Okay. Here's my first one. And I will admit the part of the reason I picked this one is because the woman who sent it, her first name is Zeandra. Hell yeah. With a name like Zeandra. I spell that. You know it's going to be a good email. Z-E-A-N-D-R-A. Hmm. Um, so I'm all about it. Yeah. Your first name starts with a Z. Oh. You've had a rich and 
storied life. I'm home sure. run. Home run. Um, and then the subject line is asshole murders wife and buries her in his trash pit. Psychic daughter finds her. <laughs> Say that again. Asshole murders wife and buries her in his trash pit. Psychic daughter finds her. Everything about that. Everything, Xandra. You're you're batting a thousand. Yeah. We haven't even gotten into the body. The whole email's blank, and we don't even care. <laughs> if that's weird. It's a picture of a bunch of hot air balloons. Oh well. Thanks, Sandra. Okay, it says, "Hi, ladies. First of all, keep up the great work. We will. I love to listen to true crime podcasts, and my husband thinks I'm a little crazy and refuses to listen to me talk about the crimes because I always accidentally go a little too in depth. Yay! <laughs> You've come to the right place. We relate to you. Go." to our facebook page <laughs> everyone there will relate to you too yeah so it's so great to listen to you to talk about it like it's totally okay and fine so thanks hey if chris morrison can do it why can't we yeah come on just because he leans on things really well just because he has the narrowest nose of all time and let's say the fucking loveliest head of silver hair no, let's give him that credit. Yeah. He deserves it. Totally. Is it Chris Morris or Chris Morrison? Morrison. Or Keith. It's Keith Ke- Morrison. It's Keith Morrison. I'm thinking of Jim Morrison. It, is this a good point? Is this a good moment to tell everyone that if you want fucking facts, you've come to the right place? Please go elsewhere. <laughs> go to PBS.com. <laughs> you want fucking facts. So. <laughs> Stuff you learned in history is where you get facts. This That's right. Not. There's so many great podcasts. So many good podcasts. That are reliable. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> okay. This is <laughs> it's not this one. Okay, now to the interesting part, and she spelt this out with so many R's. The murder. <laughs> this is not a murder from my hometown hometown, but it's a murder that happened in my family. So yeah. maybe that counts. Xandra, that counts more than a hometown murder. I think we should make it clear because we get a lot of these. Hometown meaning the place you live now, the place you lived before, your family like hometown is is in quotes. It's the one where when you that, that it's the one you know the most about because you were kind of around it at some point in your life. Whatever that means. It affected you because it was so close. We're not strict about stuff like that. Not anything. Now, if the murder happened in your family, yeah. we should actually set up like a red phone for that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> that's firsthand. That's what I like. It's a great idea. All right. Anyway. Where? The, mur- the murder takes place in Eunice, New Mexico. A New Mexico murder. Ooh. That's new. We haven't done that yet. Mexico. The victim was my grandfather's sister. So your great aunt. Whoa. She had caught her husband having sex with his sister. His sister? uh Uh-huh. And his sister's husband and divorced him. Wait. Oh, I thought she was going to murder them all. Hold on. She had caught her husband having sex with his sister and his sister's husband and divorced him. Okay. The some polyamory in New Mexico. Polyamory and incest. Yeah, all con- there's so many things. I feel like the polyamory is the thing that stuck out to you. And I like- know. <laughs> well, I watch a lot of Game of Thrones, so <laughs> I'm very <laughs> nothing phases you with that. <laughs> I'm almost in. Insupp- no, I won't say that. She had moved away <laughs> from him to live with her hu- with to live with her daughter in Leveland, Texas. But she traveled back to New Mexico to stay a night with her ex husband and would accompany him accompany him the next day to Mexico to get dental work done. Uh oh, bitch is gonna get killed. I'm sorry, I called her a bitch. Girl, there's this story now turned into a choose your own adventure. Where, <laughs> what's gonna happen? 
I I don't there's only one answer. She's going to get murdered by a Mexican dentist? <laughs> okay, that here we go. The second answer. <laughs> there's only one answer except for all the other ones the that we could one. think of. According to the children, but Oh. Okay. That this is in parentheses. Okay. The dental work story is according to the children, but was possibly just a story to lure her to him. The night he told their son who was living with him that he couldn't sleep at the house that night and to find a different place to stay. The next day, he had his son come home and fill in the trash pit that he had in the backyard (laughs) using the backhoe and told the son and the two daughters that their mother had found a female trucker to drive to Arizona with and that she had just called from the truck stop and was doing well. I can't breathe. One of the daughters, however, is a little psychic. I know this sounds crazy, but our family is kind of crazy. And like no one in the family seems to dispute this because she's never been wrong. She's not psychic. She just can tell that when someone's filling in the pit, the mom is missing. All this crazy shit's happening. They killed the motherfucking mom. I believe she's psychic. Okay. I believe in it. I'm a believer. Uh, So there's a lot of run on sentences here. So wait, what? Okay, so one of the daughters, however, is a little psychic. Mm-hmm. We said the thing about the family. Got it. And knew that their mother was in the trash pit. Well, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I you was don't be like, just... How does anyone not question that? I bet the, I bet the psychic sister was a murderino. It was like, I've read about this yes. a hundred times. When a trash pit shows up in your backyard overnight, yeah. not over the weekend, and overnight. And it needs to be filled immediately. And, and your dad's a creep. Mom is gone. Yeah. Also, that li- I feel like that little detail of a female trucker is suspicious that he had to say that it almost seems like she's okay she's okay you know like convincing someone she's okay and also you know they say you can tell someone's lying if they give you too many details so it's like if someone says oh sorry i'm late there was weird traffic but if someone's like oh my god it was coming over the hill which is what i do every time i'm lying you can you do tell i'm lying yeah (laughs) you never have to lie to me about being late i don't even I don't think yeah okay yes that totally makes sense but well just because I've been late on you so many times I've been late just know. on you too Jordan I love you <laughs> <laughs> wait now I'm gonna lose my place in the story sorry. okay sorry sorry yeah, Zan- too, much, too much information back to Xander okay yeah you're it okay so mm-hmm <laughs> one of the okay the daughter's like trash pit okay so she had her brother go back out there with the backhoe and dig it up. After just digging up nothing but trash for a while, he wanted to give up, but she said, no, just do one more scoop right there. And with that scoop came his mother's leg. Fuck. She was found in the trash pit with a plastic bag over her head and her purse with all its contents next to her. The autopsy found that she had been made unconscious using ether my dad says he used carburetor cleaner on a rag and then buried her alive under eight feet of trash and dirt she died without regaining consciousness because the weight of the trash and dirt made it so she couldn't breathe at least she didn't wake up i mean jesus christ agreed but it's like such a small what's it called plus oh yeah oh my god yeah we're really we're digging decency to kill her do you know what i mean is that fucked up for me to say? Right. Like, well, he pussed out. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to do that. That's also a bad thing to say, but... No, totally. Like, well, I think he's such a piece of shit. Yeah, it's... Yeah, because... He, well, he he made it so she... The possibility of her suffering was max... It's totally. maximum suffering. Totally. 
Okay, so she says, this is a horrible story, but I think the worst part is that the murderer has since told his children how much he enjoys being in prison because he can nap whenever he wants, watch TV, has his meals prepared for him, etc. And that is just so disgusting to me that he could bury his ex-wife alive and then actually enjoy his punishment. You know what, Xander, though? I think he's bullshitting. I think he's full Mm. of shit. I think he's ego-based. And I think he's just saying that because when he could actually be crying himself to sleep every night. I think he put her in there still alive so he could make himself like be like I wasn't I didn't really kill her right I just knocked her out yeah and then unfortunately all the garbage I put on her yeah like he's less culpable thank you all again so much for the show and I hope to hear my favorite murder someday this one well you just did (laughs) give Elvis a cookie for me and Mimi too she deserves a cookie too Mimi gets them stay sexy don't get murdered oh Z she calls herself Z that's cute thanks Z that was amazing. That was intense. That brought up a lot of emotions. Yeah. All right. What do you got? All right. This is from Isabel. And she has this really creative title called My Hometown Murder. <laughs> so I want everyone to know I'll st- we'll still open these. You don't yes. have to be like... Sometimes it's fucking hard to have a subject and a sign off are hard things to make up when you just don't want to. Very true. So Isabel says... If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit 
visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. I know the episode has already aired, but I just started listening to the podcast and I figure I'd share my own story anyway. I don't know what episode. I'm from the extremely small town of Ozona, Texas. I was only three years old and knew nothing of the situation when it happened, but a girl by the name of Jennifer Gravel was murdered by an older man slash neighbor named Melvin White. Growing up, we always, we were always reminded of this murder and I personally had a paranormal experience that we believed to be connected to this story. Whoa. I love growing up. We were always reminded that a fucking dude m- murdered someone. Yeah. This that's is- good parents. <laughs> yeah. I mean it. <laughs> to you. Yes. Keep your eyes open. Some creepo neighbor. Yeah. But you don't have to go into detail. All right. Whatever. He kidnapped her. I don't want to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us have children or want them. So who fucking cares? Um, He kidnapped her, took her out to a rest stop, molested her. And then when the other car, then when another car and showed up, he took off to a different location and then killed her with a tire iron. Oh, she was. No, I don't know how old she was. Um, he then drove outside of town and dumped her body by a water tower. After being tied to the murder by witnesses, he immediately confessed. He eventually was denied life in prison and was sentenced to death. Oh, turned out that he had molested his daughter, another family member, and other teens throughout his life. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Here's where it got weird for me. When I was a kid around the age of 12... About a year after he was put to death, I went to my best friend's house for what I thought was a normal sleepover. It was my first one there at her house. Well, she told me that we would be sleeping in the living room. And when we were getting ready for bed, she asked me to go to the back bedroom, which was being used as a storage room for reasons I will explain later. Uh-oh. <laughs> and grab a few blankets. I proceeded to the back of the house and opened the door. A cold, stale gust of wind hit my face. I turned on the light switch, but nothing turned on. I then grabbed my flip phone out of my pocket and flicked it on to use as the screen, use the screen as a light. 
I saw the blankets and walked towards them. And as I leaned over a chest to get them, I heard a faint scream from a girl. I thought it was my friend. We were at the house alone and I thought she might be in danger. So I grabbed the blankets and ran to the front of the house with my pocket knife in my hand. It was a small ranch town. We all had knives with us all the time. Sounds sure. fucking awesome. Totally. Um, well, I get there and she looks at me like I'm crazy. When I told her what I heard, she said, well, yeah, that's why no one sleeps in those bedrooms. This was Melvin White's house. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. According to old photos, they had found in boxes in the attic. No. Attic. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loved the way I said attic. There's tons of people on Twitter who are like, that's how I pronounce it. Too. I know. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Support. Um, old photos they found in boxes in the attic. This is my like dream. This yes. is why I have a metal detector. Yeah, for real. Um, the room I was in was his daughter's room. Oh my God. I won't attest as to who it was. Who it was, I heard scream, but I will say that after experience, sleepovers were held in my house. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Isabel. Okay. Can I just say that that Isabel's friend is fucked for being like, how about you go get the blanket? Totally. She's like, why are you screaming? Um, I, this is a haunted house. You're and I don't crazy. know why you're screaming because you experienced the ghost I'm scared of to get blankets out of You need room. to calm down. I sent you there because I refused to go in that room <laughs> and you're freaking out. We own a house where we don't sleep in the bedrooms because it's haunted. <laughs> like, because what a fucking f- child lusting murderer lived here. We can't figure out a way to sell a house. Yeah. Oh, that room that you won't go into? A little girl got molested on the regular in there. Go go get some fucking blankets. Could you run in there quickly? There's no, oh, there's no electricity. Yeah. It's a nightmare room. It's um, it's strictly haunted. Uh, there's just blankets and ghosts in there. Could you quickly go grab in? one of them? Whatever you can grab: a ghost, a blanket, a cup of blood, whatever you find. I also think it's a really funny detail that she was like, "I grabbed the blankets, then went to help my friend." And like, yeah, <laughs> I would have been like, fuck the blankets, yeah. fuck you. She actually didn't like this girl that much. She sounds like a bitch, and it's understandable. <laughs> uh, and if you're that girl and you have a counterpoint email, you'd like to send oh. us myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Because how much do we want to hear about that house and see those photos? Okay, the finding any... I feel like I've spent my life going into places that are attic-like yeah. or attic-like. Or us going to thrift stores and hoping to find... A picture of a person and a ghost behind them or some, I mean, like something, a hatchet and a thing. Yeah. I mean, like that's a dream. Although, oh my God, I just had a recovered memory. Tell me, tell me, tell me. My parents were, it was between the, it was between, we were moving from one house to another and we, my mom actually loved going and looking at houses every weekend. She was like the queen of open houses. I love that too. It's her, it was her favorite. That's awesome. So I know what almost every yeah. uh, house in Petaluma looks like on the That's inside so cool. because of that. And she'd always like walk in and go like, oh no, this kitchen won't work for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And we looked at a house one time, I think it was in Sebastopol, and we walked through it. It was just kind of dark and weird. And then when we left, my mom goes, the woman in the kitchen told me that actually the previous owners are moving out because the mother committed suicide in the attic. And then we just drove like in silence for a while. And then she was like, should I not have told you that? And I was like... No, I, I'm fine with that. Like, I uh, think I was like 12 or something. Did it make you just, want to move there even more? I didn't want to live there, but yeah. I was so stoked that I walked through that house. Totally. It was because it, we did have bad, bad feelings in it. I went to, I go to a lot of estate sales, which I love partly because I love 
seeing people's houses that I would never normally see. Yes. Um, especially because they're old people's houses. So they're like the same as they were before. If something has been, if something has been uh, remodeled, it's always like from the seventies or eighties. So it looks yeah. terrible. Yes. Um, so once I went to a metallic an, wallpaper. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Oh, just like swan fucking tiles. I blue swans, blue yeah. swans everywhere. Yeah. Um, I went to an estate sale once in San Francisco and like, well, I was walking around. I definitely had bad vibes at this place. Not bad vibes, just like spooky. And I went into the closet, which I always go to look for vintage clothing. And I, I happened to glance the back of the closet door and on it, this woman had started, uh, listing when the symptoms of her illness had started no. until she died. Headaches start this date. Had a headache again. Oh my God. Had a fucking, this, my eye, like my hand was numb today, like on the back of the fucking closet. Was it the kind of closet door that just opened like your front door? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like a regular old door. Uh, of course, I immediately pictured it's those like pull, pulley ones oh. where like she'd have to be inside the closet writing on the- <laughs> no she could just open the closet right now. it wasn't okay. that spooky so she basically in the same way families in the kitchen will mark children's yes. height she basically reversed that but like in a hidden place where no one would see it oh my god I think we, I'm, I'm, try- I'm not trying to figure you guys out I think that shit painting is from there Okay, we're <laughs> gonna have to not- turn out all the lights and start. Stephen, chanting. St- I think Stephen might be crying. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Elvis, hold me. Elvis is starting to like. Elvis is speaking in tongues. Oh my god, that is. It's sad. It's horrible. It's like somebody trying to deal with this—the heaviest thing you can possibly yeah. deal with, your own mortality. But then that is. That I mean, that should go straight into a horror movie. Totally. But that's why I love estate sales. And this is why like, I know a lot of people can't go to estate sales because they're like, this is a dead person's thing. I feel awful. But it's like, I have treasured that shit painting that I bought for $10. And I remember it from 2004 yes. this whole time. And so this person who suffered and died, but kept that painting their whole life too, I'm taking care of it. Yes. I'm not. Okay. Can I say this to you? I love estate sale. Like if you go, will you please yes. invite me? Fridays, dude. Fridays Great. are the secret estate sale day. Okay. That's... That's awesome. We'll go. Okay, great. You're gonna. My, I just. My mom went once with me, and and I. I'm really particular about estate sales, and she came back and she said, "I this she did what your mom did. I talked to the the guy who they're selling, and this is how they died. And I was like, this <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Like you're supposed to. It's a. It's supposed to be a mystery, <laughs> mom." Oh man, that was good. Should All we? Right. I don't think we need to do any more. Do you? Wait, how how long? Uh, that's like 20 minutes. How long are they usually? That's 25. That felt long though. Let's um, do another one. What about you guys? <laughs> That'd be amazing if somehow they could vote. I don't want to listen to this anymore. This is live. You know, this is live, Karen. Oh, that's it's just like a telethon on PBS. Oh my God, don't make me speak <laughs> the computer. Whiskey is not good for the computer. I kind of want to read the. I guess the reason more. I'm pushing through is because okay. I, this has this has a good feeling to Ooh, me, a good, it. bad feeling. Okay, good. It's from William and it says hometown murder. Oh my, oh my God. I don't know. Is it spooky? I didn't read the subject line. I read, I scanned the first like two or three paragraphs and I was like, okay, this is going to be creepy. Oh no, 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 no. What's it say? What if it was his mom? Because I was laughing also. This is bad. What if the woman who wrote stuff on the back of his closet was his mom? Like my my mom used to write. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's worse. Oh no. Hometown murder, children thrown off hotel roof. (laughs) Oh, nope. How did you, how did that get worse? That, 
sucks. No. I don't, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Didn't say anything about that in the first two lines. No. Well, here's, this is my denial mechanism. Mm-hmm. I did not see that subject line. Like, I, my eyes wouldn't read it. You must have clicked on it in, like, without thinking, like, you knew it was something interesting. I thought it was something good. No, I don't, don't throw children off hotels. No. Oh, God, who did, just like, just give us a little. Okay. Oh, it's just, all right. Oh, they just tossed them. They didn't throw them. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, into a pool. It's everything's fine, everybody. (laughs) Okay, have a great week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want to tell anything about that? It's just a mystery now. It's a person that went crazy. So it's only bummer time USA. Is it? What kind of person am I? And the answer is who starts a murder podcast that wants to hear that whole story. I know. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't think too. <laughs> no. Right? This is too much of a jerk around for people. I know. Let's stop talking about it. Okay. I have one by Phoebe. Okay. And it's it's called, this is makes my heart sing. It's called my hometown murder story. There's no fucking throwing children. Great. It's just straightforward. Phoebe. Beautiful. Well, you don't know that though. I don't yet. <laughs> Hi, big, big fan of the podcast. First time emailer. This actually happened in the town. Of all time? You've got to use email, Phoebe. It's so convenient. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're being that's, You're being crazy. Uh, this actually happened in the town where I went to college, although that was only about 10 miles from my hometown. Don't need to explain it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> when I was a junior in 2005, I had a really good friend who lived off campus in an apartment complex. Bad idea. I lived well, in the dorms. Live? I don't know. I'm kidding. Uh, I lived in the dorms, she says. You go right home. Right home. <laughs> in your car. On, sa- on one, sun- one Saturday, we had plans to go to an amusement park with her and her boyfriend. They were about an hour late to pick up my boyfriend and I when they showed up. My friend looked super harassed and upset. I don't think she meant harassed. She told me that about 2 a.m. the fire alarm had gone off and there was a fire in the apartment next door to her. This was on the ground floor. She said that she went outside and could see smoke from under the next door apartment and uh, and coming from the sliding glass back door to the patio. The fire department came and battled the flames for about two hours. It was very hot but seemed limited to one apartment. My friend kept saying that, thank God, the two girls who lived there weren't home. I guess the firemen had gone in and, sus- and inspected the place in the early morning and didn't see anything anyway we went to the amusement park and i had a great day we got home around seven and i went to my dorm about half an hour later my phone rang i picked it up and my same friend was on the other end hysterical turns out that when the firemen had researched the apartment about an hour later they had found the body of one of the roommates she was naked and in the bathtub with a bunch of debris piled on top of her she was really burned but it was clear that she had been raped and strangled with an object of some sort and set on fire oh no my friend had been and there was also white supremacist graffiti everywhere what the fuck i had my friend had been in her apartment next door while this guy was killing that poor girl their sliding doors were next to each other we were so terrified in the interim before the guy was caught yes you were oh my god they eventually caught the guy because he was in possession of some stolen goods that belonged to this young woman he is now on death row I didn't know the girl who was murdered, but several of my friends did. It was so sad. She seemed to have so much promise in life, and this was a random attack. Tragic and creepy and just overall awful. The case still haunts me, and I know it haunts my friend. It haunts us, too. Dude, that would haunts awful. everyone listening. I mean, we came to be haunted, but then when it actually happens, it's always a bummer. We're like, oh, I didn't want that. I thought I wanted... 
Also, it's that thing of like co- girls in college where yeah. it feels like a, such a vulnerable time where there's all this promise and all this like strength and independence. And when stuff like this happens, it's just so crushing because it's like, yeah, well, that could have been me. I was a girl in an apartment. Totally. Going to college. Yeah. And to live next door and be the same kind of age girl. And Ugh. that just didn't happen to you. What, what bothers me? Yeah. It's so, it's so hard to think of like an 18 year old who has, who is so, they think they're indestructible, but they're like the most vulnerable. Yeah. And so you just, yeah, like you're fucking, you're game. Well, and also the older you get, I think it's like yeah. the older I get, yeah. I realize it's like, yeah, I was like, I was the girl that would get drunk at parties and walk home. Totally. Like across fields when I lived in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, around me, people were being murdered left, right, and goddamn center. Totally. And like, yeah, it's just, it makes me feel lucky. Yeah. We both have these like stories of like, and I think maybe part of the reason we love murder stories is there's no, there's so many fucking close, close chances. Yeah. What do you call them? Close calls. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we could have had close chances. Um, well, we're glad that you are live listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. And if you have a hometown murder, uh, that you want to tell us about, Go ahead to myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. And if you could please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, that just kind of helps us, mm-hmm. maybe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you can not. You, you know, it's your life. But yeah. live it uh, <laughs> safely and stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Elvis, you want a cookie? That was a no. <laughs> <laughs> Did that sound like a no? <laughs> no, I've had my fill. No, I'm full. Elvis, is that a no? Want a cookie? Oh, that was the end. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.